0: This this is the Miller Lite Cowboys Hour. Supported by Albertsons and Omni Hotels and Resorts. Brought to you by Miller Lite, the only beer of the Cowboys. It's Miller time. Albertsons and Tom Thumb, the official supermarket and pharmacy of the Dallas Cowboys. Choose VA. Veterans get the benefits you've earned. Visit choose.ba.gov and buy Geico 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Now your hosts, Danny Sarek and Brad Sham.
1: This is the Miller Light Cowboys hour live from Ford Center at the star in Frisco. I am not. Brad Sham, I'm Kyle Yeomans filling in for the voice of the Dallas Cowboys alongside the great Danny Sarek and we are soon to be joined by special guest Jalen Smith, Cowboys linebacker coming up here in just a little bit but we're going to take some time and kind of set the scene a little bit. It is the first Miller-like Cowboys hour of the 2021 season which only means one thing Danny and that means football is back and the regular season is finally here. That's definitely something to be excited about.
2: I mean, I feel like it's been forever by this point. Thank goodness the Cowboys have the first game of the entire NFL so we can get to football a little closer. There are so many things to be excited about with this team at really every position that, like, it's almost hard to think about what am I most excited about to see from this team? And it's like, I don't even know how I can
1: pick. (laughs) You're right. I mean, you you think about the return of Dak Prescott. That's certainly on the minds of all Cowboys fans out there. No preseason work. Well, guess what? He's fully ready to go for Thursday in a battle with Tom Brady. But you also think about the battle of the defense versus Tom Brady as well, a uh, resurgent defense behind Dan Quinn. I mean, there are a lot of things to be excited about. So I will put you on the spot. If you had to choose one thing, what would it be?
2: Like one position group, one player? What are you looking for? Uh,
1: Yeah, a unit. Something that excites you the most.
2: Hmm... Well, I mean this this isn't really new from last year, but the wide receiver court is so exciting with Michael Gallup, Amari Cooper, and CeeDee Lamb. And I just feel like CeeDee Lamb is just gonna have a bigger jump going into year two. We know he's not gonna be so limited to the slot now that he's had a full preseason under him. So that that position group is of course going to be so exciting. But if you're looking for an answer of maybe a new player or, you know, looking for major improvements from last year. And I'm not just saying this because of our guests, but I'm going to say the linebackers. And nice. with Micah Parsons and Jabril Cox coming in to play with Leighton Van and Jalen Smith, our guests who will be here shortly. That is really exciting to me when you look at where you want to see the defense improve. And what's been really exciting this far throughout the offseason and training camp and what we've seen.
1: And we're going to ask Jalen Smith about this coming up here in just a little bit. But Micah Parsons, of course, the 12th overall pick in the first round of the NFL draft. And somebody that adds an extra versatility, adds that extra... I guess, side product that you haven't had in a while, and that's team speed on the defensive side of the football. I think all of that is certainly exciting, but it, how much does this uh, make things or at least take the pressure off of guys like Jalen Smith and Leighton Vander that are going to be in the middle of that Cowboys defense?
2: Oh, absolutely. The fact that you, he might get a few more snaps to have off and a, a few more breaks and not only that but similar to that wide receiver cord, when you have so many threats in one position group it's hard for the other team to account for that because you can't just focus on Jalen because now you're going to have to focus on Micah or vice versa and so having that versatility having a lot of strong players in one position group really gives you the advantage and so that's what I'm excited to see is not only how great will someone like Micah Parsons be how is that going to elevate the rest of the linebackers and their ability to go after the quarterback
1: and Dan Quinn's talked about this on a couple of occasions, but he's never going to complain about having more weapons on the defensive side of the football. And and certainly the addition of Micah Parsons adds that there are a couple other additions throughout the offseason with Keona Neal, uh, Demonte KZ on the backside of the defense, and even Malik Hooker, a former first round pick that's back there as well. How much of a turnaround do you think this defense could potentially have?
2: Well, I think there's going to be, it's expected to be a huge turnaround. Now, you have to think about where the bar is from last year and keep that in mind, absolutely. But I do think that we're going to see a completely different defense, whether that's because of having more time with Dan Quinn or whatever you know training camp might be, this defense seems more prepared. And now we've got someone who can tell us more about this defense, Jalen Smith, everybody. <laughs>
1: Walking up, and he's got the fire fit on Sonic the Hedgehog on the T-shirt. Putting on the headset, and and Jalen looking fresh as always. Welcome to the show, my friend. Thank you. Thanks for
3: having me. It feels good uh, being back out here. We got some fans here.
1: Got a lot of fans are excited to talk with you just as much as we are. How good is it to be back in in the mix of a regular season again?
3: Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, We went through a lot last year, and just understanding the opportunities that's ahead of us, uh, we're attacking it full on. Um, you know, getting the opportunity to have fans back in the stadium is something that's, um, you know, something we're looking forward to. Uh, we missed our fans last year, and uh, we're, we're going to need them the entire year.
2: There's really a no bigger quarterback to go against than Tom Brady. Week one, what are you most looking forward to to going after him, or where, you know, where do you think you're going to be able to take advantage of that?
3: Honestly, this would be my second time going against Tom in my career. Um, you know, been a been a fan of him my entire life. Uh, you, you know, you step you step on across that field, and it's it's go time. So we're looking forward to it. We're, we're preparing the right way. Um, you know, been having this this date marked for a while now. So to to finally have it upon us, uh, you know, upon us in a couple of days is is something we're looking forward to. Just being able to release it, all the work we've been you know putting in.
1: What has that work been like and the preparation been like this week? Because there is that added excitement of, of, one, getting back in the game and having an entire starting group and a starting unit back in there, but also knowing you get a chance to knock off the de- defending champions, the reigning Super Bowl champs in their home stadium. How much extra emphasis has been put on any of that throughout the, the preparation?
3: Um, so one thing about, you know, professional sports um, – you know, the, the level is continuously, like, heightened. So you always want to know your terrain. Um, and, and going into Tampa, you know, the reigning defending champs, there's going to be a lot of emotion, a lot of intensity um, in the atmosphere. Um, but for us, it's just about controlling what we can control and uh, relying on our preparation um, and to allow us to succeed. So we're ready.
2: As you guys start to go through the rest of the season, when you're looking at film for teams you're playing for the first time, you know, you can only do so much. It doesn't really help you to look back on last year per se, but Tampa Bay specifically has 22 of their starters, reigning Super Bowl champs, so that's got to mean something. How beneficial is that for you when you're preparing for them for the first game of the season, knowing that they've got most of their starters back?
3: Yeah, you can learn a lot from previous film. Um, you know, me, I still go back and watch film from multiple years ago. Um, because you can always pick up on different things that helps create edge. Uh, it's, all, it's all about holding yourself accountable and doing whatever you, you know, doing whatever's possible to prepare to, to be able to give your best. Um, and we're so excited for Thursday, uh, Thursday night football coming up to, to open up the season. Um, but we got to rely on our preparation and our work and, and making sure we're together.
1: What's been some of the things that whenever you've gone back and looked at film over the last couple of years that have stuck out to you and something that you apply to your game even to the day? Honestly,
3: preparation. Mm-hmm. Preparation meets opportunity. Um, you know, understanding uh, my alignments, understanding uh, my assignments, and then, you know, flying to the ball. That's that's where uh, we're at our best in, uh, on defense. And uh, we're building the right culture here. Um, Having an off season has helped, you know, with COVID and everything and being able to have OTAs and mini camp, It just allows us to get, um, you know, kind of acclimated to, to the system and, um, you know, the players and the staff early. So uh, we're excited. We're confident. Um, it's just about going out here and, and giving it our all. And, um, you know, winning is the name of the game. We, we want to win.
2: What are your expectations for the defense this year?
3: Uh, dominance, dominance. Yeah, that's that's the expectation. Uh, nothing less. Um, and we're putting work in. We've put the work in. Um, but you got to go do it on Sundays. Uh, we we know that. We we recognize that. Um, and we're motivated.
1: What what would you consider a dominant performance from the defense? Let's let's say going into Thursday night's game. <sighs> um,
3: the ball, the ball, the ball. Um, you know, winning the turnover battle matters matters um, and you know past few years we haven't been able to get um, as many t- turnovers that we had, you know that we would like um, especially early in the season um, so it's attention to detail it's about being taught our coaches are doing a great job at uh, putting us in situations um, you know to get the ball um, and when Thursday comes it's about us going out there and and doing wh- what we know how to do so you just got to rely like I said you got to rely on your preparation and um, preparation meets opportunity.
2: When it comes to some of these younger players, specifically in the linebacker room, you've got Jabril Cox, Micah Parsons. What advice are you giving them for preparation? Because preseason games are still different than regular season games. So what's your advice been to them this week as they get ready for their first NFL game?
3: Man, it's the real deal. Uh, regular season begins, um, and attention to detail matters. Um, so for me, being a leader, Um, You know, just making sure, you know, that they're doing the little things right. Um, we got a a bunch of guys who can play, um, you know, all across all of our positions, especially on defense. Um, So it's just about knowing, knowing what you have to do and knowing and know you know, Um, having that full confidence of of going out there and executing your job and and making plays. You know, we've been playing the game our whole life. So it's just about finding a way to continue to get better.
1: We know that you are a leader in that locker room and you're very vocal in the way that you, you kind of teach the game to some of those younger players. Were there any conversations or lessons that were learned or taught even by you throughout the preseason to some of those younger guys on the sideline or maybe throughout practices?
3: Yeah, a lot of film study. Hmm. Um, a lot of film study has, has definitely presented opportunities for, you know, for me to help you know, teach um, you know, the young guys. And, but for me, I'm learning myself i'm a sponge i'm young still young twenty six uh with a lot of ball left so i'm I'm always trying to soak in um you know knowledge from those before me and you know from teammates that are younger than me you can always learn so I pride myself on that.
1: Is that crazy, the fact that we're asking you about talking to the younger guys whenever you're just 26 years old? Like, you've got plenty of football left in you. (laughs) I I feel like a lot of it has just become the fact that you've been around this defense for so long and you've been in the middle of it for what is now going on five to six years.
3: Absolutely. Uh, I mean, that – that's the the other token of it is like yeah okay I'm the oldest so I'm I'm the oldest guy in the linebacker room like I,
2: oldest but not old yeah sure. oldest
3: but not old yeah you know, that's but a good way year put six, it year six you know I've you know I've been around I know my way around um, and it's just a, a a privilege though it's something that you 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 have to earn um, I've went through it I've learned um, and I'm ready so just it's all about doing whatever it takes you know for this team to be successful.
1: Well, we are excited to have you as a part of the Miller Lite Cowboys Hour for the first episode of the season. When we come back, just how much is Dan Quinn's defenses compared to the ones that Jalen Smith has been in in the past? When we come back on the other side of the break, you're listening to the Miller Lite Cowboys Hour live from the Star in Frisco.
0: Cowboys Hour. Supported by Albertsons and Omni Hotels and Resorts.
1: When it comes time to shop for tailgate favorites, go to Albertsons and Tom Thumb. Get 10% off your groceries every Dallas Cowboys game day when you wear your Cowboys jersey. Albertsons and Tom Thumb, the official supermarket and pharmacy of the Dallas Cowboys. And Casey, the official bootmaker of the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders. Welcome back in to the Miller Lite Cowboys Hour live from the Star in Frisco. Alongside Danny Sarek, we are pleased to be joined by Jalen Smith, linebacker for the Dallas Cowboys. And- We've got a live audience for the first time in two years for the Cowboys Hour, which is kind of what we were talking about in the break there a little bit, Jalen, of just how special it is to be back in front of a full crowd. And you're going to have a, an opportunity to do that on Thursday against Tampa Bay. How does that make this season and the, this past offseason just feel a little bit different going into a year where you know it's back to normal? Uh, just,
3: you know, going through, um, you know, the year 2020 and, all the adjustments we had to make due due to, you know, the world pandemic. Um, It just makes you appreciate, uh, you know, the little things, you know, being able to um, go outside, being able to, you know, go to a game and, you know, your parents can come to the stadium and things of that nature. Like it's it's something that we're really looking forward to. You know, all the chance, um, you know, we have – you know, we're we're America's team, so we have Dallas Cowboys fans in every – you know, continent, every city, um, you name it. So it, it really helps. You know, when you're out there on the field, and um, you know that support system is there. You know, other than you know the guys that you're going to battle with. Um, you know, so we're we're, we're definitely going to cherish everything. Um, but we got we got to do what we you know what we're paid to do. We got ball. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you say little things, but one of the big changes that was able to come back this year was going out to Oxnard. For training camp, and especially when you have a new defensive coordinator in Dan Quinn, that's huge in terms of implementing his new defense in person with you. Because last year when you guys had a new defensive coordinator, it was virtual. So having that time in person in Oxnard with Dan Quinn, how much has that helped this defense to understand his scheme so quickly and feel ready to go for this first game?
3: Just being able to like really um, you know, get that hands-on. Um, from walkthroughs to um, meetings to, you know, in-person meetings. Being able to touch somebody, like, it's, it, like it matters, you know what I'm saying? Uh, when you're trying to build a team and a culture and an identity, um, you know, it, it can become difficult, you know, when you're not present. Um, but obviously we had to take those precautions. Um, so it's really just a blessing. Like I said, we're, we're cherishing every moment. We're doing everything that we can. Um, you know, to prepare the right way for a victorious season, um, you just got to take them one day at a time, so that 's what we 're doing.
1: you mentioned the the hands on approach from dan Quinn and he 's been hands on with the linebackers he 's done it with the defensive line. It seems like every practice he was out with a different unit of the defense. How is his coaching style and teaching style differed from some of the coordinators that you 've had in the past
3: You know with Dan um, I know he 's a he's a former head coach you know coming from Atlanta, so Um, he understands, uh, perspective and he understands exactly what he wants to get out of, you know, all of his players. Um, so you just gotta, you gotta cherish that. Um, you know, we're still learning, um, you know, his rules and his, you know, foundations of, you know, kind of what, um, you know, defines him as a man. Um, but over time you learn, you, you grow, you adapt, uh, and that's really what we're doing. That's what he's doing, um. This, you know, the speed of the leaders, the speed of the pack. And, um, you know, Dan's doing a great job at um, directing us.
2: This is your third defensive coordinator in three years. So, throughout those changes, what have you learned about yourself? Whether that's something you bring consistently on the field or maybe throughout your preparation?
3: Um, just understanding different styles. For me, um, it's about, you know, knowing exactly what my responsibility is and knowing exactly the technique on how to accomplish that Um, you know the the more you know and the more I know the more successful um, that I am on the field Um, these past three years is understanding that team matters you can't do it alone Um, you know all of us need each other to be successful Um, you know so going through all the trials and tribulations that we've gone through we you know it builds strength it builds character Um, and you know we just we're feeding positive energy um, and positive thoughts into what we got going on right now so we're on the right track on the right track
1: so kind of keeping along those same lines you mentioned kind of the trials that you went through in 2020 and I want to keep it positive and put a spin on it but what was what was the biggest lesson that you learned throughout that season and through where really what was a tough time for this defense
3: no matter what, you just gotta keep digging. <laughs> you gotta keep digging. You just gotta keep digging. Um, you know, the good, the bad, the success, the failures, um, you know, not having a, a winning season. Um, you know, you learn from it. You learn from it and um, you know, you can, can you can develop it you can you can develop a pain body from that or you can um, you know, use it and view it as a lesson and and that's what we've all done. Um And that's pretty much what's got us here, Um, you know, this point to, you know, be be ready, be ready for week one.
2: There's a lot of new faces on this defense. Most of the draft picks, uh, a bunch (laughs) of acquisitions (laughs) throughout free agency. (laughs) Whether that's just with the linebackers or defense in general, what excites you the most about this defense?
3: We all care for one another. And, you know, whoever you put in there, you know, has the ability to ball. Um, so knowing that having that confidence, that depth, um, it matters cause it's a long season, um, especially just the, the dreams and where we're trying to go, um, this year, you know, you, you, you need everyone. It takes everyone. We understand that we value that.
1: Um, and we're just pushing. Danny mentioned the draft picks who has stood out to you the most throughout training camp and then into the preseason. And now as we get ready for week one out of those draft picks?
3: I would probably say Olsa. Mm. Um, just the way he uses his hands um, really really impressed me, uh, his energy, his attention to detail. Um, and he's a guy that's um, going to do some great things for us. Um, he's a young buck. We need our, we need, we need our young guys to, to play great, um, and that's just the expectation across the board, no matter if you're year 10 or you're year one. Um, and everyone's held to that standard. Um, and if it's right, if it's not right, we're gonna get it right. <laughs> Somebody gonna say something. Um, so that's that's really where we're where we are.
2: Well, let's talk about another rookie in your linebacker room, Micah Parsons, twelfth overall pick. What has impressed you most about him so far?
3: Really, just his ability to, you know, be anywhere. On the field, he can dominate, he can rush, he can pass rush, he can tackle, he can run, he can cover. Um, it's not, there's not many limitations in this game, um, especially being so young. It's just beautiful seeing that. Um, so for for Micah, it's just about nurturing that um, and just doing things the right way. Um, and he's on track. He's on track. But no surprise, there's no surprise <laughs> about what Micah can do because – you know, he's, I've always been his big brother for a while now, so I know what he can do. Uh, we get a chance to do it together. It's a blessing.
2: That's right, because you guys have started talking and getting to know each other before the draft, right? How did that mm-hmm. relationship start?
3: Really just, I don't really know how it started. Honestly, I just know one, it was one day where we got each other numbers or we linked up on maybe FaceTime, and we've been locked in ever since. You know he's been a big fan of my you know myself and you know everything that i've gone through and uh you know me just watching all the you know top great linebackers coming out it's just a um there's a there's a deeper connection um just by you know by nature so being able to have him as a teammate uh, it's just a wonderful thing we're gonna do some great things uh, together and i'm really excited for him uh, you know planning his first game coming this thursday
2: right, we were talking sorry a little bit before you hopped on about it's not only so great that, like, Micah brings so much to the table, but how that's going to affect all the other linebackers. So just talking about, you know, all those qualities that Micah brings, how is that going to allow the other linebackers, you, Leighton Vanderash, all these other linebackers, how is it going to allow you to elevate your own game?
3: I mean, when you're in a room full of, um, you know, elite talent um, and guys that care and guys that have been successful – um you know in the league or in college um it just creates a a natural overall camaraderie um so with the addition of Micah and um Jabril and um we got you know we got Kiki Keanu Neal that came over from Atlanta you know our guys that can ball um it just creates energy um even guys that's that are on special teams Luke Gifford like you know, he can ball. So it's, it's, it's just a common denominator. And we just got to continue to hold each other accountable. Who's ever out there. Uh, got to give it their all.
1: Now, whenever you said you were linking up with Micah Parsons, I thought for a second you were going to say it was via LinkedIn. <laughs> I thought he would ju- just sent you a no, request and was like, like, no. hey, uh, hey, I'm, I'm going to the league. I want to try and make a connection here. Uh, it didn't happen that way. And I'm certain that he has learned a lot from you in his short amount of time here. But kind of flipping that around how much have you learned from Micah Parsons in his short amount of time here
3: I learned I've learned a lot from him I learned a lot from him Um, you know his high high moves his body his transition his um, his elite pass rush ability Um, you know when you're when you're a real student of the game you you can learn from anyone Um, so just me being able to to get a grasp on him and and Jabril and all the new guys coming in. Keanu transitioning from safety to linebacker. You know, there's different movements that I love about him. Uh, Leighton Vanderesh, um, yeah, finally back healthy. I'm happy for him. Um, you know, he's a dog. And, you know, I'm, I'm confident in myself. I know what I can do. Um, you know, just got to continue to to do what I do. Uh, It's just it's a a blessing though where we got a bunch of guys that can contribute at a high level and all that does is help the team. So as long as we're together, that's all that matters.
1: It really does feel different with that defense, especially in the middle with all those guys and all the pieces that have been being put together. But there also is something new with Jalen Smith's game and it might have you might have noticed throughout the, the preseason there was a different number on the jersey we're going to talk about that when we come back on the other side of the break with more of the Miller Lite Cowboys Hour live from the star in Frisco but first Danny
2: <laughs> better ingredients better pizza Papa John's the official pizza of the Dallas Cowboys and Omni Frisco Hotel kick off your stay at the official hotel of the Dallas Cowboys with style cool off in the elevated pool savor upscale comfort food at neighborhood services and enjoy all the dining and entertainment options the star has to offer visit omnihotels.com slash frisco to learn more and turn the next home game into a weekend getaway we'll be right back
0: Cowboys Hour, supported by Albertsons and Omni Hotels and Resorts.
2: Miller Lite Cowboys Hour is brought to you by Jack Black Skincare. Want to use what the pros use? Jack Black is the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit getjackblack.com today.
1: So glad you're with us here for the Miller Lite Cowboys Hour from the star in Frisco. The first one, of the 2021 regular season and it is oh so sweet to be back filling in for Brad Sham I'm Kyle Yeomans Danny Sarek and our special guest today linebacker Jalen Smith and Jalen I want to ask you what are you most excited about now that the season is back and you get to go into week one sure the Super Bowl champions are on the horizon but what are you most excited about heading into Thursday night Uh, really
3: completing our preparation Um, completing our preparation that way uh, you know, once you get all your game plan in It's like, okay I did all my work, I done watched all my film Like now it's just Time to go out and do um, You know, what I've been doing since I was seven years old um, That's that's really the biggest thing Just locked in uh, hounded, You know, hounded in on this game plan um, That's really the main focus For all of us right now, week one um, You know, we're, we're motivated We're focused um, That's it
2: And when you step onto the field, you're going to look a little different than you have last couple of years in that Dallas Cowboys jersey. You're no longer going to be wearing 54. Now you're rocking number nine. That rule changed this year, so you're not limited to a certain number based on your position. Was there any hesitation, or were you like, oh, I got to go get nine. That was my number at Notre Dame. Like, no hesitation. I want it.
3: No, it was no hesitation. Yeah, I've been number nine my whole life, so... Um, it's kind of helped me, it's kind of helped guide me through, you know, all all that I've been through throughout my entire life. It's, you know, helped me remain, um, you know, aware and strong and humble and, um, you know, just uh, kind of created a safe haven uh, wearing the number and understanding, you know, this, the meaning behind it, what it symbolizes. And just being able to rock it in a Dallas Cowboys uniform is uh, it's wonderful, something I never imagined um uh, because of the rule, but the energy works in, in different in, in mysterious ways and the rule change changes in twenty twenty one and um now I'm back at number nine, so I'm uh, really looking forward to it.
2: We got some fans here who have the 54 jerseys. They're gonna have to go get some new yeah, ones. We gotta, listen, we
3: gotta got get it. some. We gotta get some. We gotta get some. <laughs> we gotta. We gotta talk to the Cowboys, man. We, merchandise. We gotta get to, uh, some number nines. Get the man. nines back out. We there. gotta get them. We gotta get them out there, man. So, uh, yeah, every time I log on to any of my social media, it's like, oh, when the number nine dropping? When's the number nine? <laughs> I'm good. like man, I don't got no control over that, <laughs> but I pray
1: that it comes soon. yeah, exactly you know, so. my, my mama need a jersey <laughs> <laughs> now you you mentioned kind of vaguely about the meaning of the number to you and your family, but what is that meeting what what is the story behind the number?
3: Yeah, so number nine like it um it resembles like it it's all about awareness, it's all about completeness and wholeness. Um, number nine is the strongest single digit number. Mm. Um, and then, it, it's just so safe. It's so safe, it, 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 like I said, it's guided me throughout my entire life. Um, if you add up all the single digit numbers, that equals 36, six plus three equals nine. Mm. Um, you take 36, put a zero behind it, it's 360, um, which is full circle. And for me, it's about being whole. It's about being whole. And, um, and that's really, you know, kind of how I live my life. It's, a, it's all about the cycle. Um, I'm, I'm really tapped into uh, the four elements as well, fire, earth, water, and air. And um, you just find a balance, um, you know, between, you know, what God gave us and life source and, um, and the knowledge, human knowledge. So I learn a lot. Um I'm very strategic but my mom always taught me to be observant so um I'm just, I'm just happy to be here.
2: There was one point growing up when I played soccer and I wore number nine, but it was not that insightful. It was yeah, because yeah, a yeah. soccer player I liked, me a ham, was yeah, like nine was or like nine. Mike Madonna. Yeah, so, like It was not that insightful. So, so I like your reasoning a you lot know, better. Number nine <laughs> is
3: also my favorite number, and I love odd numbers. So uh-huh. it's, it, looks, it looks unique as well. And,
1: and you wore 54, five plus four, five plus four equals, equals nine. Equals so, I mean, you've nine, done that in, you in the past. You've kind of had yeah. your, your little your spin on it previously. Yeah. What was that day like when you heard the rule change might happen and there was maybe some words starting to get to you. How exciting was that to kinda know like, hey, I might have a chance at this? Uh I didn't
3: believe it, but <laughs> um, you know, once it was confirmed it was like, Okay, we gotta go we, we, we gotta get this number nine, nah, I gotta I gotta carry on Tony's legacy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And was able to have a great conversation with, with Jerry and um, you know, he blessed me with it, so uh, wearing it with great honor, um, but we have so much to, to, to prove and to accomplish this year um, that, that's the focus.
2: Let me ask you a question that when the numbers change, at least kind of in the media we were talking about is is it going to be harder at least early on in the season for a quarterback to look up and identify that Mike linebacker because if they're looking for a 54 uh, yeah. now it's like <laughs> where, where is he? Is, is that something that can actually work in your advantage? you think at least early on in the season? Or that's just like no.
1: (laughs) You hope so, right? I mean, it sounds
3: good, but you know we're (laughs) we're professionals. I don't think Tom Tom Brady's in year twenty two or something (laughs) like that. A number is not going to phase him. <laughs> you have t- TB12, go up to the line yeah. of
1: scrimmage, look up and say, oh, I don't think that's number nine. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's 54. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm with you there. That's, that's awesome. What, what else has been going on in the offseason off the field as well for you? I mean, I know you're very plugged in in the community. Is anything on the horizon there?
3: Man, honestly, just being able to have the opportunity to get back out in the community this mm-hmm. year, that's something that, I'm looking forward to priding myself on, um, especially, um, you know, in Dallas, in the DFW Metroplex, um, you know, getting, getting a chance to play with kids, getting a chance to, you know, play with young athletes, getting a chance to, um, you know, go to some tutoring, you know, I'm, I'm trying to tap all the way into, um, to the community and giving back, um, inner city included. So it's, it's really, it's really an honor.
2: You are incredibly involved in the community, not even just with the Cowboys and their, you know, their um, community events that they have, but also in your own time. Why is it so important for you to get out there throughout the community and meet young kids or adults and really branch out and meet as many people as you can and help them in ways that you can?
3: Um, I have a passion for putting smiles on people's faces. Um, Yeah, I don't really like confrontation. Um, but I'm just a guy that, like, I love being around people. I, I learn so much from, from different people. Um, that's why when COVID hit, it was like, dang, I got I to gotta really work on myself. I kind of got to spend a little more time by myself, um, you know, which was uh, challenging at times but beneficial, um, You know, just learning different things about, you know, myself. Um, But, no, I'm always about the community. I'm always about giving back. Um, I've always been a selfless guy. I just got to continue to be myself. That's all.
1: Now, you mentioned that kind of that self-reflection that you had throughout COVID and how it was challenging at times. I think a lot of people throughout the pandemic have had to go through that themselves. But what was one thing that you learned coming out of that on the other side? Um.
3: I think one of the things I learned is just, like, it's okay to be home. Mm-hmm. Like, it's okay to be home. Like we, there's 30,000 different other things that we could be doing in our lives to, you know, kind of really help, help others, help ourselves. But you kind of got to have that safe haven. And, you know, I recognized the value of my home over the pandemic. Um, my mom just moved out here in March, so that was like, that was something that was huge. I'm a mama's boy, so, um, you know, having her stay 20 minutes away from, you know, myself is, that's, that's definitely a blessing. They barbecued yesterday, I went over Ooh. there after work, and I'm like, okay, I can get used to this, <laughs> nice. I can get used to this.
1: what you yeah. have barbecued? Anything specific? Did you do the grilling no, or did somebody else do the grilling? No,
3: my stepdad, he grilled. Oh, okay. I was, at, I, I was here working on oh, that's it yesterday. True. but um, he But he barbecued. My mom made the sides, But we had like turkey legs, uh, beef ribs. Um, my mom made some dressings, some collard greens, mm. some uh, boiled eggs. Oh, it was, <laughs> man. But you like to cook, right? I love You're cooking. a good cook. Yeah, I love cooking. What's love your cooking.
2: signature dish?
3: man probably probably my mom's famous three-layer dip yeah. What's I'm, all in? I'm, I'm you can't I am
1: trying to I'm uh, trying to expand you, my horizons. You, you come yeah. over one day, I'll make it deal you know, I, on the
3: weekend. One hundred percent. So
1: so the three layer dip, so is that a side or is that like an entree dip? Entree. Oh, it's like
0: the full course. i love but I can, dips. Yeah, I'm but in. I can
1: cook though. I can I can grill. I
3: you know, I recently learned how to make crawfish a year ago. Nice. Um, That's a Southern tradition. Yeah, Southern tradition, uh-huh. Louisiana style. <laughs> I love my Cajun food, for sure. Yeah.
1: yeah. Now, you did uh, like a cooking segment at one point, right? Throughout the off-season, was that a thing?
3: I did, actually. It was with I Shannon, did. right? I did. I did. We how was that? How to make, um, I learned how to make like the Cowboys Philly cheese, like the Cowboys cheesesteak. Yeah. It was delicious. <laughs> I was about to say, did it go well? It was delicious. It went well. It went well. I needed a little more cayenne. <laughs> oh, but, okay. You know, it'd be all right. So if you had yeah. to
1: do it again, you would get it right. I mean, you're yeah, learning. Love, I'm, I like a little spice in my eyes. <laughs> oh, okay. I see what you're That's why you like the Cajun food. It's got the spices in there. Yeah. I like uh-huh. it. I like it. Well, we've got plenty more to come here with Jalen Smith on the Miller Lite Cowboys Hour. When we come back, we'll open up the floor to our live audience here from the Ford Center at the Star. We'll take some fan questions and get some involvement here. When we come back on the other side of the break, you're listening to the Miller Lite Cowboys Hour.
0: Cowboys Hour, supported by Albertsons and Omni Hotels and Resorts.
1: Live from the Star in Frisco, just inside the front doors at the Ford Center at the Star. It is the Miller Lite Cowboys Hour with Danny Sirac, Jalen Smith, I'm Kyle Yeomans, and we have got plenty more to talk about. We're going to take some fan questions coming up here in just a couple of minutes so we'll go ahead and get people up to the mic and get ready to ask the questions for Cowboys linebacker Jalen Smith but first we wanted to talk a little bit about another thing that happened this offseason into the preseason and that was HBO's Hard Knocks the final episode debuts tomorrow on HBO and HBO Max and of course the NFL Films is a big part of that and putting that together what has this been like for you being a part of that series for this would be your second time correct? First. or no it's it is the first time
3: it is the first what has yeah. it been like um my brother and i we watched hard knocks growing up like faithfully um really religiously so you know when we found out that um you know the cowboys we were going to be on you know we were going to basically be the hard knocks um you know team for this season it was like wow like coming off of a pandemic um you know great opportunity we're going back to Oxnard which we love being out there um you know for the start of training camp uh, it was just a, a lot of emotions but just grace grace it was it's been a great job uh, i feel like they've done a great job with all the episodes um I'm, i can't wait to watch the one tomorrow
2: so you've watched yeah. up until this point right yes what has been the most surprising thing you've learned about a teammate or coach
3: Man, you put me on the spot. <laughs> or maybe like funniest <laughs> thing that you saw. Uh, there was a lot of funny, there was a lot of funny things, honestly. Um, I thought it was cool seeing like Amari Cooper in CD kind of talking about different route running and things like that. It's um, very educational, but just shows, it kind of put on display like uh, the work that we put in and even... Um, you know, if you're an elite talent, you can always learn. Um, And like I said, that's something I've always prided myself on is just continuing to learn. Um, So I think Hard Knocks has done a great job at displaying that for sure. But there's been a lot of funny moments as well that uh, you definitely get a kick out of for sure.
1: Now, I feel like one of the things that have been highlighted throughout Hard Knocks has been the the side competitiveness throughout the locker room. I mean, whether it's chess or it's playing cards or something of the yeah. sort, is there something in the locker room that maybe we don't know about that you're the best at in terms of maybe a, a side competition like that? cause you're I a mean, competitive guy, I'm competitive. much like everybody yeah, else. I'm but is I'm there something you're, I know,
3: um, I don't know if, there's like spoiler alert or anything, it'd probably be on, I don't know if it's going to be on the episode tomorrow, but um, we play like pretty, we play like, like it's like a tennis, tennis ball in the locker room, in the okay. middle of our locker room, like, um, what's it called, Joe? Like with
2: a dodgeball.
3: Hamper, hamper, yeah, like hamper, hamper basketball. basketball, like hamper basketball, yeah. And they've got like, shots
1: of this, like the Hard Knocks crew I don't has been. No, I <laughs> hope they if they
3: did it, if they did, they did it. That's one thing they missed. But <laughs> it gets, it gets intense. Is it heated? It gets intense. Who
1: who gets the most heated while playing hamper tennis basketball in the locker room? We need to come up since, with a better name I for would, that. By the way,
3: I would say since I've been here, since I've been here uh the most competitive uh team that i seen was dak and cole beasley
2: okay but they who's the best like, if they're the most no they competitive.
3: were legit no, no, no they were the best cole, too cole could shoot it with his left hand and make it like he was it was it was legit but um i mean the competition is always real it's a lot of one-on-one competition this year um going on whenever i'm walking through the locker room seeing seeing guys play um Micah's lost a lot. (laughs) I like how you had
2: to sprinkle that in there.
3: He can't shoot. No, he's not not from Indiana. That's that's what we we do
1: in Indiana. We we hoop. Yeah, you guys ball out in Indiana. (laughs) PA, not so much. Pennsylvania. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) no. That's awesome. Uh, All right, so let's go ahead and take some fan questions from our live audience. Uh, Go ahead and step up to the mic and say your first name before asking the question.
0: Yeah, my name is Bill.
1: Uh, This is more like. I find it – I back to the numbers, I find it also ironic. You know, you've been here for six years now.
0: You got your number nine, which also goes nine times six is 54. Come on, man. I know, right? Say, <laughs> you know. so, now, do you also find all this ironic or do you believe it was fate
1: that you got number nine back?
3: No, I believe it was fate. I yeah. believe it was fate. I didn't think it would be possible because of just the rule change. The rule has been set in stone for probably 100 years. <laughs> but – um, no, I believe in I believe in energy manifestation, um, and just kind of realizing all your dreams, Amen. even things you can't see. So, yes, sir. Yeah, no, it's good. All I
0: right, so we're we gonna see you in a couple of weeks, man. <laughs> yes, <sir. laughs>
1: That's awesome, and. and I, I was kind of kind of going back to that conversation that we had about the number nine and how unlikely it was for you to end up with that number and now you have a chance to to show it out. Does it give you a little extra chip on your shoulder this year to maybe show out with that number on your chest
3: in just peace hmm. and just peace as well uh for sure like I said, I've been wearing it my like, literally my entire life, so um just the wholeness behind it i'm ready to I'm ready to ball I'm ready for our team to ball like We've been putting in so much work. Um, but it what matters is winning, and, and that's our focus. That's our focus.
1: I'll put in the call. Let's try and move this game up to tomorrow so we can <laughs> just get it done already. All right, what's our next fan question?
0: Uh, my name is Corey. Uh, I heard you talk about that you like to maybe your game after certain linebackers. So my question would be, like, coming in the league or just now, any past or present, Linebackers that you kinda of look your game, you know, look up to or just kind of see what they're do on a film that you trying to take, you know, bits and pieces of to add to your game?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, growing up you always watched Ray Lewis and his leadership was just incredible. Um Patrick Willis um did a great job um at displaying all of his abilities. Um Luke Keekley was sideline to sideline. It's something I love about him. Um, you know, Bobby Wagner doesn't miss a tackle. Um, that's something that I mimic my game after, and, and you know, aspire to be and do. Um, it's just about London, like London Fletcher, who played for the Red for for the Washington. Um, he was just consistent, longevity. Like I try to take my game from all different. Um, you know, players who's played the game before and um, who are currently playing um, and kind of make it into my own. Um, And for me, it's just about continuing to be successful, continue to make plays that can help this team win. Um, And that's something that I've done since I've been here, just looking forward for the opportunity to do it in 2021. Um, You know, we got our fans back. We got a great group um, and we're motivated.
1: We want to win. Now, kind of on the back end of that, you said you modeled it after those guys. Who do you feel like you most mimic in terms of the guys now as to where you are as a linebacker? Um, I don't know. There's
3: a lot of good I linebackers don't know. There's there. a lot of good linebackers <laughs> out, out there in the league right now, for sure. There's a lot of... Even you know we're playing Tampa. You know you got Levante David and, and Devin White. Elite linebackers. Um, you know here with the Cowboys, we, we're loaded. Um, so I just love the I love seeing the the position plan played the right way. Um, and any chance that I can get better, I'm I'm going to work for it. So uh, it's an It's incredible opportunity we got coming up Thursday to you know put on display how we've been working.
2: It almost feels like getting ready for, like, the first day of school is you're so anxious you just want it to come because then by that point you can just get into your normal routine and, you yeah, know, any nerves or anything you know. will come out. Like, do you still get nervous before a game or is it just excitement at this point?
3: No, I mean, nerve is, is nerve, being nervous isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's kind of like the – it's I would call it jitters, you know, because it's like you're anxious to play this game, um, you know the terrain everything that comes with it it's you know it's naturally a build up but you you got to go through your your routine and your process to kind of dial in and lock in um a lot of us refer to it as like flipping the switch um and that's just something you got to do um
1: if you want to go out there and and and, and be successful <laughs> Well, you've got a couple of days until you've got to flip that switch, yeah. but man, it, it really is going to be a lot of fun to watch really quickly. What is one thing we need to watch you for on Thursday night or something we should be excited about?
3: Um, I think that you guys should be just excited to see a team go out there and. And, and really wanted a team to go out there together um, and, you know, playing at a high level. Uh, we're, we're gonna be together through it all. There's there's always ebbs and flows uh, during the game. There's always ups and downs, and it's about how you overcome that. Yeah. Um, and like I said, we're gonna be together, in, We're going to go out here and ball.
1: It's a new defense, a new season, a new number for Jalen Smith. Lots to be excited about. Special thanks for joining us today. It's been a lot of fun getting to talk to you. For Danny Sarek, I'm Kyle Yeomans. For Ted Nichols-Payne and our entire audience here at the Ford Center, that's
0: going to do it. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?